2: Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Another frustrating night for the San Diego Padres as they fall by a final score of 8-1 to to the Atlanta Braves. The Braves winning... The opening two games of this three game series. Final totals for Atlanta, eight runs, eight hits, no errors. And for San Diego, one run, four hits, and no errors. With the defeat, the Padres drop to eight and 11. Atlanta improves to 14 and 4. The Braves are simply Red Hot, they have won eight straight games, and the Padres have now lost three in a row, and the Padres will try to salvage the finale of this three-game series and the final game of this homestand tomorrow afternoon here at Petco Park lot to do on our post-game show. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll also take you back through some of the highlights in this game, recap this one for you, give you the out-of-town scoreboard, give out our nightly awards, and much, much more to come as we break this one down The big story, once again, the Padres' offense just did not do very much at all. In fact, it looked for a while here tonight like the Padres may get shut out for a third consecutive game. That did not happen. Padres scratched across a run in the bottom of the eighth inning. That broke a 25-consecutive inning scoreless streak For the Padres' offense, and the Padres do score a run. They only had four hits, and now on this three-game losing streak, the Padres have scored one run on 15 hits. They were just one for seven with runners in scoring position. Spencer Strider had five no-hit innings at one point in this game. He goes six innings, no earned runs given up. And then the bullpen for Atlanta, Chavez, Anderson, and Yates give up one run in three innings. The pitching side of things for the Padres for a while was pretty good tonight. Then things went south, Blake Snell... Had a pretty good outing, five innings, two earned runs given up. Gave up a run on an RBI double to Kevin Pillar in the second inning, a solo home run in the fourth inning to Sean Murphy. Steven Wilson continued his good work, a scoreless inning in the sixth. But after that, Nabil Krismak gave up a three-run home run to Ozzy Albies in the eighth inning, and Matt Olson hit a three-run home run to really put this game away in the ninth inning, a three-run shot off Reese Kinnear. So the Braves have come to Petco Park, and – to their credit, they have continued to play extremely well. And their lineup is hitting the ball all over the place and hitting home runs. And the Padres right now have not had an answer for it in this series. And hard to believe that the Braves lost on that Sunday, not this past Sunday, but the one before to the Padres. And since then, the Braves have not lost another game. They've won eight in a row, so they're red hot right now. And the Padres at 8-11, three games below five hundred. Certainly not where you would have expected this Padres team to be 19 games in. It is very early, but certainly uh, not a good start for the Padres at 8-11 and 11 as they approach the final game of this homestand. So we'll have much more on that. We'll have a recap and highlights for you. We'll hear from Bob Melvin and much, much more to come as we get things rolling on our postgame show. Again, the final in the middle game of this three-game series, Atlanta 8, San Diego 1. We keep it rolling on the Padres radio network. This game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight at Petco Park. The Atlanta Braves 8 and the San Diego Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Another tough night for the San Diego Padres as the Padres lose their third consecutive game. Padres are now 8-11 and to begin the year, and the Braves just keep on rolling. They have won eight in a row. They are 14-4. and To begin the year, the best record in the National League. And they did it again here tonight. A lot of power, a lot of good pitching. And we'll have the recap for you in just a moment, along with some of the highlights from this game. Uh, We want to. preview what's coming up here on the uh, post game show we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit we'll also take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard give out our nightly awards and yes we will take your phone calls 833-288-0973 again the phone number 833-288-0973 as we wrap things up a handful of people finishing up their beers and still playing some pool here at the loft inside the western metal building I want to give a special shout out to uh so, four people that are sitting right here we've got Easy Money, Carlos, David, and Myra uh, sitting right here. Big fans of the post game show. Again, Easy Money, Carlos, David, and Myra. Big fans of the post game show. Uh, they are uh, sitting right here enjoying the show. Kind enough to uh, say hello. So, thank you. Thank you guys for stopping by. Great stuff. All right, let's take a listen back to the highlights from this game here tonight. It was Blake Snell against Spencer Strider. Snell tossing a 1-2-3 opening frame. Spencer Strider pitching a scoreless bottom half of the inning. In the top of the second, Snell got in trouble. He walked Sean Murphy to start. Then a one-out single from Vaughn Grissom. Kevin Pillar was next.
3: Runners take their leads at first and second. Cronenworth playing behind Grissom. He's got a lead, and the pitch is hit well in the air down the left field line. Soto not going to have a play. It will one-hop over the little fence in the left field corner. That is an RBI rulebook double. Murphy will score. Grissom's got to stop at third. But Kevin Pilar has put the Braves in front. one nothing here
2: in the second. Fast forward to the fourth inning. The Braves still leading 1-0. It was Snell against Braves catcher Sean Murphy. Here's a 2-1 pitch. That's hit a mile out to
3: deep left field. You can forget all about it. Soto turns to watch. It is way up in the second deck and left. A long home run for Sean Murphy. His fourth of the year.
2: The Braves are going to double their lead here. 2-0. And the top of the fourth. Two nothing in the fourth inning. Certainly not an insurmountable deficit for the Padres. They had a rally going against Spencer Strider in the bottom half of the fourth. Juan Soto walked. Xander Bogarts was hit by a pitch. Runners on first and second, no out. But Strider retired Carpenter, Kim, and Cronenworth to end the frame. Snell walked the first two of the fifth inning, but got out of it with a double play and a strikeout. That was it for Blake Snell here tonight. Five innings, two earned runs, three hits. He walked three, struck out five on ninety-five pitches. Strider pitched a 1 2 3 bottom half. To that point, Strider had pitched five no hit innings with nine strikeouts. He was really, really dominant for the first five innings. Padres finally got their first hit of the game in the sixth inning, a one out single from Juan Soto. But Xander Bogarts grounded into a double play to end the inning. We fast forward to the eighth inning. Neville Chris on the mound. There were two on for Ozzy albis 3-2 sent in the air, straightaway
3: center field in deep. Grisham going back on the track, at the wall, leaps up, going to go. A three-run homer for Ozzie Albies. it just kept carrying out to straightaway center field, and the Braves now lead 5-0 in the eighth.
2: A 5-0 game in the eighth inning. Padres had a little bit of momentum in the bottom half of the eighth inning. They finally got a run against Nick Anderson in that bottom half. Trent Grisham hit a one-out double. Manny Machado singled to send Grisham to third. Juan Soto then drove in a run with a fielder's choice, an RBI for Soto. It was a 5-1 game. That snapped a streak of 25 consecutive innings for the Padres without scoring a run. So maybe the Padres had a shot. With three outs to play with in the ninth inning to make a comeback, but the Braves answered that one run in the ninth inning. Matt Olson hitting a three run home run off Reese Kinnear to make it an 8-1 game, and that was about it. Kirby Yates, the former Padre, allowed a one out double to Jake Cronenworth in the ninth inning, struck out Kim and Odor to end the game, and that was it. The final score, the Atlanta Braves eight and the San Diego Padres one, as Spencer Strider picks up the win. He was great. Six scoreless innings, one hit allowed. Walk three, struck out nine on ninety-eight pitches, and then the bullpen uh, with Jesse Chavez, Nick Anderson, Kirby Yates combined for three innings, one run given up for the Braves. Meanwhile, again Blake Snell went in five innings, two earned runs given up. Stephen Wilson, a score of the sixth inning, but struggles. for Nabil bill, Chris Matt, who gave up the three-run home run. It's Ozzy Alves and Reese Kinnear, a three-run home run given up to Matt Olson as Atlanta wins it eight to one. Again, the Braves improve to fourteen and four. Padres drop to eight and eleven. Padres have now dropped three straight games. Let's hear some post-game reaction from Bob Melvin.
1: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource.
0: Bob, well, how much of this is str-
2: Strider? Being Strider and how much of it is your offense just being in a fun car? Uh, a
4: combination. You know, you get tired at some point of tipping your hat to a pitcher. Even though we've been facing some good ones. And, you know, we're looking down the barrel of another shutout through seven innings. So I think maybe you start to oppress a little bit. The swings seem to get a lot better after we scored the run or that inning. But we've got to figure out something offensively. Did you see some positive things in Blake tonight? Yeah, I mean, but more strikes. Um, a really good changeup tonight. I don't remember the last time he threw as many changeups as he did tonight, and that's you know, finding something that was working for him that he normally doesn't. So, yeah, I think he was he was better tonight for sure. It seemed like he worked pretty well with Brett Sullivan making his Major League debut tonight. Yeah, no, they did a good job together. And, you know, to, to kind of change your cadence in the middle of the – or at least in the early part of the game means you're in sync with your catcher and, you know, you're having to do some things differently. A guy that hasn't caught you before, I thought it worked well.
0: Last year was September. I know. By the time that you kind of got frustrated, with <laughs> and and the team wasn't playing well. Whereas now it's really just the offense. Is that fair to say that right now it's just the, the hitting that is really going wrong?
4: Well, I think it, it's it stands out more because of the guys we have in our lineup. So yeah, I mean it's. But everybody's frustrated at this point. I mean you, after two shutouts. And I can't remember the last time I've read something where it t- hasn't happened here in quite some time. And now, like I said, we're staring down the barrel of another one. It's frustrating. Everybody's frustrated. So we have to go out there and, you know, stop it tomorrow and have a much better offensive game. Do you think? I mean, you mentioned the expectations last night. Do you think the expectations coming in have anything to do with kind of some of the some of what's going on offensively? I, I, trying to live up to? Yeah. No. I. You know what? I. I, I, I hope I hope it's not. Um, you, there are expectations for good reason, but I don't think that should affect us now. Um, they are what they are. We're just we're just not doing much offensively. Juan had a one had an interesting night to play. I mean, he worked a couple of walks. He drove in a run.
0: Got a hit. Yeah. Have you seen strides toward closer to?
4: Yeah. Well, he, he saw the ball a lot better tonight. Last night, you know, wasn't as good. He was swinging a little bit earlier and didn't have. You know some some good swings like he normally does. He gets the ball in the middle of the plate, and he takes a lot of good swings. I think he saw the ball better tonight.
1: See anything in particular with Nabil? Uh,
4: well, I mean, teams know him some. Is you know his fastball, the velo was down tonight, at least toward the you know the second inning portion of it. I think there's certain teams that sit on his breaking ball because he throws a lot of them, his changeup and his curveball. You know, now you have to identify that and throw a few more fastballs to get him off it. But getting behind and walking guys is, is not a real good recipe to um, you know, have some success.
3: There's been so much talk about Fernando coming back soon. How unrealistic or realis- realistic do you think it is to kind of expect him to, you know, be the guy who turns this entire this entire thing around?
4: That's hard to pin on one guy, but I think hopefully combination of he and Joe both give us a little injection of some some confidence, you know, and that's the way the game goes sometimes. You get humbled, you lose some confidence, it gets contagious. Um, and that's I think what you probably saw here, you know, for two games and seven innings worth, but I think the hopefully the the last the at-bats later in the game got a little better and hopefully we can carry that t- tomorrow.
2: That was Padres' manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park. As the Padres fall to the Atlanta Braves 8 to 1 in the middle game of this three-game series. You heard a number of things there from Bob Melvin asked about if the expectations are affecting this team as they sit at 8 and 11 in a season that has sky-high expectations. It is very very early, but it's not a good start. At 8 and 11, you heard a lot of questions about the offense and Uh, To put it in perspective, what they've done in just the last three games here, one run on 15 hits in the last three games, and and they had a 25-consecutive inning scoreless streak at one point before that run in the eighth inning here tonight. The issues with runners in scoring position – uh, have continued. Padres one for seven in those situations here tonight. They're now nine for sixty-three. That's a one forty three average in their last nine games with runners in scoring position. You look at the Knights for Manny Machado. He was one for four, had the single late in the game in the eighth inning. Juan Soto did have two walks. That has not been a problem for him drawing walks. He did snap an O for sixteen skid in the sixth inning with a single. Drove in the run with the fielders choice in the eighth inning, but Uh, again in those uh two spots in the lineup Machado and Soto you're not getting the the kind of production you would expect run scoring wise power wise slugging wise out of those two spots and You know, you heard Bob Melvin say it. Uh, The the, the names in this lineup would suggest that the offense uh, would avoid a stretch like this where they put up one run in the course of three games. But that has not happened. Um, We'll see if on Thursday in Arizona, and of course there's one more game to play tomorrow afternoon here at Petco Park. Before then, if the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. uh, gets this offense going, Joe Musgrove returning a couple of days later, We'll talk more about that here on the post-game show. You also heard uh, Bob Melvin there talk about Nabil Chrismat and really no way around it. It just has been a very rough start to the year for Nabil. He's got a 10-8 OERA in six appearances, 10 innings total. He's given up 12 earned runs and three home runs already in six appearances. And keep in mind, Nabil, even though he struggled a bit in the saf last year, ended up going down to triple-A. I mean, he had a 2.94 ERA in 50 appearances last year, a 3.76 and 45 the year before. Uh, Nabil has had a, a good couple of years here, so he's not off to a very good start. You heard Bob Melvin talk about him, the difficulties of uh, of pitching from behind. Uh, you heard Bob Melvin talk about Blake Snell, who was better here tonight, not perfect, but gave you five innings, two earned runs given up, kept you in the ball game. Um, still, you know, threw a lot of pitches through five innings, 95. He did walk three, uh, but he did get out of a big jam in the fifth inning to uh, keep it at a, a two-run deficit. So better for Snell, not, you know, what you'd like from Snell, but better. And, uh, again, the big story is the offense. There's no way it's not here tonight as the uh, Padres put up one run on four hits after getting shut out on back-to-back nights before that. So we'll talk plenty more about it. We will take your phone calls, 833 288 the phone number to call. Give out our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to come as we wrap this one up. The final, Atlanta 8, San Diego 1 on the Padres radio network. Our post-game show continues on the Padres radio network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Some people still here inside the loft, finishing up their drinks and enjoying the uh, end of the evening. Here with these quicker games, I got to tell you, we are uh, much earlier than last year. Uh, Two-hour, thirty-two-minute game here tonight. And, uh, we are, uh, still in the, the 9 p.m. hours. So that's nice. And, uh, more people hanging around than last year, too, which has been a lot of fun to see. Got my, uh, my group of fans here right in front of me. They're very excited to be here as uh, the Padres again fall 8 to 1. To the Atlanta Braves in the middle game of this three-game series, Padres have dropped three straight games. They dropped to 8-11 and 11 on the year. Braves win their eighth in a row. The Atlanta Braves are red hot right now. They're playing great. I mean, they really, really are. They are impressive to watch. And I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today uh, during the game, and I'll tell you, I mean, it's it's hard to watch this Braves team and not come away really impressed. You know, they've got a good lineup with stars and Youth and they've got some speed and they've got power and they've got good starting pitching. They've got some veteran arms in the bullpen. It's an impressive team. And by the way, I think the Padres could be just as impressive when it's all said and done. But these two teams are playing very differently right now, and the results have been very different over the course of uh, the last few days and in the last week, certainly, as uh, the Braves have won eight consecutive games. By the way, and I know I've done this a few times on the post game show as of late but uh it's worth mentioning again the crowd here tonight was great 42,693 great job of the Padres with the uh 90 uh, 1998 Trevor Hoffman replica jersey giveaway everybody was wearing it a really nice ceremony on the field before the game to honor that National League Championship Ball Club Trevor Hoffman here and, and many many others that was uh Uh, Just a a terrific ceremony on the field. They honored each guy individually on the video board throughout the night. So very well done by the Padres there. It was the ninth sellout, 42,000 plus, the ninth sellout already for the Padres through 12 openings. So that's very impressive. The fans brought it again here on a Tuesday night, a chilly Tuesday night in April. So if you're a fan out there uh, listening and you were at the game here tonight, you've been at these games Credit to you. I mean – the fans have done their part they have come out in full force and unfortunately the last three games in particular just not a whole lot to cheer about and this this place is waiting to erupt these fans are waiting for something to cheer about and uh, just has not been a fun few days in that regard for the Padres we'll continue to break this one down as the Padres fall eight to one to Atlanta I will take some of your phone calls coming up in just a bit 833 288 the phone number again 833-288 880973 the phone number to call if you want to get involved let's take a look at the players that went deep around the major leagues today with our home run tally Which players went deep tonight?
1: This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza. Bringing back the old New York Pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite
2: at MrMotoPizza.com. Home Run hitters in the major leagues today. A lot of them. Let's get through them. We have a, a very full list here. Gabriel Moreno, a two-run home run for Arizona. For Atlanta, well, you saw him here. Sean Murphy, Ozzy Albis, and Matt Olson with a home run each for Atlanta. Jake Berger, a three-run home run for the White Sox today. Oscar Gonzalez of the Cleveland Guardians had a two-run home run for Colorado. Chris Bryan, a solo home run for the Tigers. Kerry Carpenter, uh, Riley, and Green had a home run for Detroit. Three home runs in that game for Detroit, I believe. For the Angels, Shohei Otani, a two-run home run. J.D. Martinez for the Dodgers had a couple of home runs, a two-run shot and a solo shot. For Miami, Jazz Chisholm had a three-run home run. From Milwaukee, Christian Yelich and Willie Adamas went deep. Max Kepler from Minnesota. Josh Harrison for the Phillies. Jack Sawinski, a couple of home runs for the Pirates. That's the uh, former Padre minor leaguer, Jack Sawinski. Mike Kastrzemski had a two-run home run for the Giants. For the St. Louis Cardinals, Paul Goldschmidt and Wilson Contreras went deep for Tampa Bay. Taylor Walsh, Andy Diaz, and Randy Rosarena went deep for Texas. Marcus Simeon, a three-run home run. Adolis Garcia, a three-run home run. And for Toronto, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Matt Chapman had a couple of solo home runs. And that's a look at the players that went deep today around the major leagues. I want to just clarify on my Detroit Tigers home runs. Not that... Not that everybody out there on, on our uh, Padres postgame show necessarily is that concerned with it, but the way I, I wrote it down, let's see here. Carpenter had a home run in that game, and then there was a second game, which confused me. Oh, is it is it even worth looking up here? I'm going to do it. Carpenter had a home run, and Green, Riley Green had a home run as well all right glad we cleared that up on our home run hitters here tonight on the Padres radio network now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game from this Atlanta 8-1 win which pitcher was
1: dealing today let's find out who's today's Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Trinker and Weber, the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace
2: Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game, and here tonight, I think we have to go to the Brave side of things. Spencer Strider, very, very good. Six scoreless innings, one hit allowed at five no-hit innings at one point in this game. Three walks. He struck out nine on 98 pitches. He continues to strike out a ton. He really uh, was in full command from the get-go here tonight. And uh, the Padres uh, fall 8-1 to one for Spencer Strider. Now a 2 ERA in uh, three starts, or excuse me, four starts to begin his season. So Strider, our ace pitcher of the game. Here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll step aside, come back with more. We will take some of your phone calls here coming up. 833 288 0973. 833 288 0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved, you can do that. Again, the final score Atlanta 8, San Diego 1. We'll come back with your phone calls, a look at the out of town scoreboard, more of my thoughts, and much more here on the Padres Radio Network.
4: my way out of the hand
2: wire and animal the cluster Our postgame yeah. show continues on the Padres Radio Network. The final score here tonight, the Atlanta Braves eight and the San Diego Padres one. Padres dropped to eight and eleven with the defeat. They've lost three in a row. Braves improved to fourteen and four. Sam Levitt with you on our post game from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Good to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. A reminder: early game tomorrow. Don't forget a weekday special. Nick Martinez on the mound for the Padres. Charlie Morton on the mound for Atlanta. First pitch tomorrow at 110. Our pregame coverage here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network will begin at 1210. Certainly looking forward to that one. Final game of this homestand and the final game of this three game series. In case you're just joining us, I will recap this one again. I do want to remind you we are going to take your phone calls beginning this segment, 833. 833- Two eight eight zero nine seven three. 973 again the phone number eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. 973 if you want to tweet at me you can do that as well 973 the fan sd on twitter my, or my twitter sammy lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v also on instagram sammy lev there as well on tiktok sammy levitt shoot me a message on one of those platforms and uh, if you have a, a good thought about today's game some Uh, Some thoughts about what's been going on with the Padres, with this offense. I'm happy uh, to read your your message, uh, your tweet on the air. So uh, hit me with whatever you want, and so we'll see what we get. And again, feel free to call in as well. Well, in case you're just joining us to recap this one again, And if you missed Bob Melvin's post-game press conference, uh, I'll tell you how you can uh, go back and listen to it in a little bit as well. But to recap this one, once again, the big story, the Padres not scoring runs and not creating a whole lot of traffic on the bases and, um, after getting shut out in back-to-back games scored just one run on four hits here tonight the Padres were no hit for five innings in this game by Spencer Strider they did get a base hit in the sixth inning they they did not score until the eighth inning that broke a, a streak of 25 consecutive scoreless innings for this Padres offense they got the run on a one-out double by Trent Grisham Then a one out single by Manny Machado put runners on first and third. Juan Soto brought in a run with a fielder's choice and RBI for Soto, but the only problem was at that point it was a five nothing game and that made it five to one. That was it for the Padres offense here tonight. Only run they scored. Padres have one run. On 15 hits in the last three games, they're batting 143 with runners in scoring position. We told you their overall number with runners in scoring position through 18 games to begin the year entering today was the lowest in the National League, and again, you look at this offense, and it's it's hard to explain. It's also extremely early. It's also a very small sample size, and you hope, and I said this to somebody earlier in the press box, you hope um, that... This is the kind of stretch that we're laughing about come July that we can say, oh, remember when this team scored a run in three straight games and things weren't going very well and they were sitting at 8-11? and I certainly hope that's the case. Um, If I had to put a bet on it, I would bet that's the case because I think we're still a, a part of the year where it's early enough where you have to just hope here and rely that guys like Manny and guys like Soto are going to come around. And I still do believe that, but at the same time, it's been an underwhelming start at 8-11 and and not the start that really anybody expected with the names in this lineup, with the names on this team in general, and with the expectations this team has. On the brave side of things, we've talked about how well they've played. Eight straight wins going back to that Sunday game in Atlanta against the Padres, which they lost. They have not lost since. They hit three home runs in this game. A solo shot by Sean Murphy in the fourth inning. That made it a two nothing game. A three run home run by Ozzy Albis in the eighth inning. Another three run shot by Matt Olson in the ninth inning. That was the scoring. For the Braves, they got a great start from Spencer Strider. Six scoreless innings, solid bullpen work. And for the Padres, Blake Snell, as I said earlier, was better. You know, wasn't great, was better. Five innings, two earned runs, given up, battled his way through. A couple of situations to, to limit damage. Only gave up one run in the second inning when it certainly could have been more after there were runners on a second and third with just one out, a run already in. He limited, uh, limited the damage there to one run. And then in the fourth inning, gives up the home run. Two on, nobody out in the fifth inning. Got out of it with a double play ball and a strikeout. So Blake was better. Certainly things to build on. Uh, 95 pitches, uh, two earned runs over five innings, three hits Three walks and five strikeouts here tonight for Blake Snell. Steven Wilson, if you want to point out a positive in the bullpen, was very, very good again. A scoreless inning in the sixth. And for Steven Wilson, his ERA on the early season is very good. It's o seven seven. So he's certainly been a bright spot in the bullpen, continued his good work. It's o seven seven in 10 appearances now. But unfortunately, the struggles for Nabil Krismat continued. Krismat. Entered in the seventh inning, hit a batter, gave up a single, did get out of that inning scoreless, but not as lucky in the eighth inning when he walked the leadoff man, gave up a one-single to Murphy, and then the three-run shot by Albies. Uh, his ERA is above 10 to begin the year. And Reese Kneer, who we talked about, it was very, very good yesterday, was not in the ninth inning here today. A single, a walk, a three-run home run to Olsen, and that really did put the game Out of reach, but uh, look, we can talk about Snell, we can talk about the bullpen, talk about all that, but there is no doubt that the primary focus right now is on the San Diego Padres offense and what they are not doing right now, and um, we'll see if uh, they can start getting going in the right direction tomorrow. Of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. returns on Thursday. You heard Bob Melvin asked about that in the post-game press conference, and it's something we've talked about On the radio here for a few days, as this team has struggled offensively, yes, I think it'll be a big boost. Yes, I think it'll give him energy and everything that Fernando brings, but it's also not fair to expect, A, Fernando to return to the major leagues and immediately tear the cover off the ball. Maybe he will, but it's certainly not a guarantee, and that's understandable, considering he hasn't played in a major league game in well over a year. But it's also, even if he is tearing the cover off the ball or whatever he's doing, it's certainly not fair to rely on him or ask him to, you know, spark the offense, carry the offense. You know, we've said it for a few days now. I mean, the Padres need Manny Machado and Juan Soto to do what they're here to do, and that's to drive the ball. That's the slug, and this is a team that's built to hit. Bob Melvin said it himself a couple of days ago. They're a team that's built to hit, and that is what they need to do. And that will be an enormous key to this season if they hit and if the middle of the lineup does what it is designed to do. And certainly the last week, the last three days in particular, has not been that way. By the way, uh, before we get to your phone calls, I mentioned the Bob Melvin postgame press conference. And again, a reminder, my full postgame shows along with Bob Melvin's post-game media availability and a lot of our pre-game segments as well. Pre-game, Bob Melvin, media availability, one-on-one interviews like I did today with Josh Hader that we aired during the pre-game show. That's all available for you on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast feed. It's available on the Odyssey app or wherever you hear your podcasts. All the major podcast uh, players, music players you have on your phone, it is on there. So search it up. It's the way to hear my post-game shows on demand. We usually have the post-game show up within... I don't know, a half hour, hour of when I'm done here or at the latest on a night like this. It's up pretty early the next morning. I mean, this morning it was up at, I think, like 7 a.m. Pacific time. So at the very latest, after a night game, it's up the next morning. So that's where you can find... A, my thoughts on the game, everything you, you, you usually hear on, on the post game show, and uh, it's also where uh, you can hear Bob Melvin's post game presser, all that good stuff on demand. Before we get to your phone calls, let's pause for station ID on the Padres Radio Network, KWFNFM and KWFNHC One, San Diego. This is
3: Zander Boulgar. The Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports
1: station, ninety seven Key The fan. Always live
2: on the Free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here on our post-game show inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. The Braves win it 8-1 to over the Padres as the Braves win an eighth consecutive game. And the Padres drop their third straight. Padres now 8-11 to begin this very, very, very highly anticipated season. It is very early but it has certainly not been the start that anybody drew up for this padres ball club to begin 2023 let's go to the phones we kick things off here tonight with don who's calling in from rancho bernardo hi don hey how you doing sammy i'm doing all right don how are you (laughs) well i've been better in terms of baseball but
0: uh yeah it's doing all right um you know last night i called in, I was frustrated. I have to admit, I'm even more frustrated tonight. Just yet another solid pitching performance that we've kind of wasted away. And, you know, I've tried like you to look at the the big picture here. Um, It is a small sample size at the beginning of the year, but here I look up and I believe tomorrow will be kind of the unofficial or maybe official one-eighth of the way through the season, Mark. So one-eighth of the way through the season, that's, you know, the first 20 games is um, that sample size is getting pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I looked at the trends here, you know, six out of the last seven games, we haven't scored more than three runs. i I got to just say this because, again, we're at this, kind of one eighth of the way through the season we're not replacing anybody in our lineup we know that we've got talent oozing out of our pores. so i gotta ask you sammy what you think about this thought maybe the hitting coach needs a, a replacement or some revitalization there And i'm just going to leave it at that and listen to your thoughts sammy
2: uh don appreciate the call i mean look at you know i i I, this early in the season, I don't think you're going to see anything like that with personnel changes or anything like that. I, I think it's way too early for that. Um, you know, and, and uh, look, uh, it's a it's a staff that, that, that you know, they have here and they have trust in. So I don't think anything like that's happening. Um, look, tomorrow's the 20-game mark that's still very early. I think once we get to the quarterway mark, you know, it's something we, we said the other night. I mean, I, I think – in a few weeks here, if and look, you're going to have a way more information in, in the next few weeks. I mean, it's double the amount of games. But if you're sitting at somewhere under 500 and your offense is still struggling at the 40 game mark, that's probably the point where you got to look at some things and and uh, you know kind of figure out what what the issue is. I, I still view this as a, a very small sample size for a very uh, talented group. And I think for right now, you you just, you know, I I know it's, you know, certainly, look, things can be worked on, approaches can be worked on, whatever this team has got to do offensively to put in the work to figure things out. But I I still think this is so early in the year, and you have to kind of like what Manny was talking about yesterday in the clubhouse. Do what you do. Go and play baseball. Put your work in. And typically, these things tend to even out and turn around. I just don't think we're all that deep yet. Um, and I don't think you're going to see anything major happen here. We're we're just so early. Um, but to your point, Don, on, on just the, the run scored, I mean, it is pretty remarkable here. If you go to after that Sunday game against the Braves in Atlanta, go after that. They had a game... So I'll just read off the number of runs scored. uh, Going back to last Monday. Last Monday, no runs. Last Tuesday, four runs. Last Wednesday, two runs. Last Thursday, three runs. Last Friday, two. And they had the uh, 10-run outburst on Saturday, shutout Sunday and Monday, scored one run Here today. So, by my count, the Padres have scored more than three runs in a game since last Monday twice. And they've scored more than four once. I mean, look, the overall production the last week has not been there. I mean, you expect this offense to do more, and certainly the last three, just one run on 15 hits and look i said it yesterday i'm not going to sit up here in the post game and, and pretend like i'm the hitting guru that i know what exactly is wrong i know it's very easy for people to talk about approach and this and that and i'm just going to be honest with you I, I don't i don't think many of us are, are really all that qualified to talk about it i don't personally look i watch baseball my whole life i watch it every night i am i'm I, I will tell you, I, I, you know, I can, I can call the game, I can watch the game, but I'm not the approach guy um, to know what exactly or mechanic guy to know what exactly um, is is wrong here. But I do think it's still early enough where you've got to kind of just keep on going here and hope that things even out. I think we're still that early. Where, you know, I I heard some talk today about, you know, would you drop somebody in the lineup? I really wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't. I think it's too early for that. I really do. Really do. And I know there might be fans out there that are screaming out the radio and, and want me to scream. And I just think we're still in the very early portion of the season. And it's a rough stretch. Um, if it happened in July and this team was – 25 games above 500 and eight games up in first place, and they're going through a rough patch. Doesn't stand out as much, but it stands out right now because A, it's so early, and B, the expectations are so high. And with the expectations so high, 8 and 11 is going to stand out. And scoring one run in three games for this offense is going to stand out. So I think we're, we're still in that very early portion of the year where – you got to keep on grinding away here and hope it it kicks up offensively. um Getting Fernando back will be a boost. It'll be fascinating to see how it all goes starting Thursday. Uh, what he brings, you know, I mean, talk about narratives. If he comes and this offense starts hitting and the Padres start winning. You know, I guess Fernando was the spark, but we'll see how all that goes. But uh, it's still early, but certainly not the start you would have wanted. All right, phone number 833 I do have some tweets here, and uh, I'll read off a couple. We have uh, Derek saying, is it possible Padres understand how much talent they have and are just going through the motions like they can turn it on anytime if they want? Almost too cool for school at the moment. You know, it's Eric, I don't think so. Nobody wants to struggle. And especially offensively, I said it yesterday. There's nothing harder to watch than when a really talented offense isn't scoring. Or just offense in general isn't scoring and a team is going through a, a team wide slump. It's not pretty. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's it's one of the more frustrating things to, to watch as a baseball fan. I've always felt that way. And you know guys like Manny, guys like Soto, they do not want to struggle. I'm telling you. So um I don't think it's a a too cool for school turn it on kind of thing. Um I do think from what Manny said yesterday and I said this last night, I do think there is some truth to you would rather if you're going to have a stretch like this, go through it now than go through it in September, October. I do think that. But um you know, it's, uh just has not been a great start. Another tweet here from Warren saying, uh, Early in the season, but it almost feels like now is the time for a players meeting to figure out what's going on. I mean, I don't know. Again, it's it's awfully early. And I know, I know, I know it doesn't feel great, but it's, you know, I had this conversation yesterday. It's kind of a head-in-the-heart type thing, right, where your heart's like, this doesn't feel great. Eight and eleven, we're not scoring. What's going on? But in your head, you know, I th- at least for me, in my head, I'm like, well, eight and eleven, they're not. You know, uh, five and fourteen. They've played a lot of good teams. They've faced really good starting pitching. They're not whole. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just rationalizing. The and on top of all that, the offense just has not clicked to this point, especially as of late. I'm just kind of rationalizing the the start. Um, it's just very early. I, I I mean, not that I'm the players only meeting expert. I think this is too early. Uh, again, I think that kind of stuff is for panic button moments in a season. And I, you know, I just don't think on April 18th you're at that point yet i don't i don't i don't my head says no <laughs> so anyway we'll uh, continue taking your phone calls if you want to get them in 833-288-0973 as we continue on our post game show here on the padres radio network let me uh catch up here with what we got to get through uh with all our uh, good stuff here on the post game all right let's uh, tell you about our relief pitcher of the game which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher
1: of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit
2: san diegofoodbank.org. With our relief pitcher of the game, we'll go with uh, Stephen Wilson here tonight. Scoreless inning in the sixth. Like I said, he's been very, very good. 0770 RA. And uh, now 10 appearances uh, to begin the season. I've really liked what I've seen from Stephen Wilson. I really have. He's our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. More good stuff from Stephen on otherwise uh, a disappointing night for the Padres. Let's tell you our player of the game now.
1: Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and bites Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today.
2: Well, you, you got to go with somebody from the uh, Braves offense, right? And I guess the options are Olsen or Albies. I mean, nobody had, war- uh, excuse me, well... Murphy had two hits. Murphy, you know what? I'm looking at it now. Maybe not Olsen or Albies. You know what? We're going to give it to Sean Murphy, the Braves catcher here tonight. tell you why. Two hits, the home run, made it 2-0 in the fourth, scored three runs, was on three times, walked, singled. So three runs scored, two hits including a home run, As part of that rally in the eighth inning, we'll give it to Sean Murphy, and did a good job uh, on the catching side. A pitching staff that gave up one run on four hits here today, so we'll uh, we'll give it to Sean Murphy, our player of the game, the Braves catcher here tonight. All right, we'll step aside, come back with more on our post-game show. Again, the final Atlanta eight, San Diego one. We keep on rolling. Wrap it up, out of town scoreboard. Get you ready for tomorrow. After this, on the Padres radio network. continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Atlanta 8, San Diego 1 on this Tuesday night at Petco Park. Sam, Levitt with you inside the loft as we wrap this one up. The loft here at the Western Metal Building. Can't forget that part. Padres dropped to eight and eleven on the year. They've lost three in a row. The Braves improved to fourteen and four. And now the Braves will go for a series sweep in this three-game set tomorrow afternoon at one ten p.m. We'll have more info on that game coming up in just a couple of minutes. Again, if you're just joining us. Braves hit three home runs here tonight. Solo shot by Murphy in the fourth inning. Made it 2 nothing. Then Ozzie Albies hit a uh, three-run home run in the eighth inning to make it 5-1. to Matt Olson a three-run home run in the ninth to make it 8-1. to Padres got no hit through five innings from uh, Spencer Strider, who was on the mound. Padres did finally get a hit in the sixth inning. That's when Juan Soto hit a one-single. That snapped an 0-for-16 skid for Juan Soto, All. Well, well, despite the the walks, he was 0-16. He did walk twice in this game before that single. So he was on, uh in fact, uh, he was on four times because he walked twice, had a single, and also had a fielder's choice in this game. But aside from that, again, the Padres scored just one run on just four hits. The run in the eighth inning snapped a 25-consecutive scoreless inning streak for the offense, um which... You don't want 25 straight innings without a run, but I suppose it's good at a minimum that the Padres did score one and break up that streak here tonight if you want to look at it that way. And uh, the offensive struggles continued here tonight. Just one run on 15 hits in the last three games, and the Padres batting 143 with runners in scoring position over the last nine. And like we said, going back to Monday in New York, uh, a week from This past Monday, so over a week now, Padres have only scored more than four runs once uh, in a game. So the offensive struggles continue. The Braves, though, they keep on scoring runs, hitting home runs. They've won eight in a row. All right, let's uh, wrap things up. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the
1: scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since
2: 1958 look at the out-of-town scoreboard we had a couple of double headers today the tigers beat the guardians four to three in game one of their double header in detroit oscar gonzalez had a two-run home run in that game for cleveland but Kerry carpenter had a walk-off home run for the tigers as they beat the guardians four to three game two that double header tigers won at one nothing riley green had a solo home run in that game the difference for the Tigers Phillies beat the White Sox 7-4 in game one of a doubleheader in Chicago Josh Harrison had a two-run home run in that game in the top of the seventh inning for Philly game two of that doubleheader between uh, Philadelphia and Chicago oh here it is okay White Sox uh Beat the Phillies 3 0 in game two of that doubleheader, so they split it with the Phillies. Lucas Giolito threw six no hit innings in that game. Jake Berger had a three run home run. Other scores from around baseball today the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Cincinnati Reds 10 0 in Cincinnati. Yandi Diaz, a three run home run in that game for Tampa Bay. Miami beat San Francisco 4-2 in Miami earlier today. Mike Kishremski hit a two-run home run in that game, but Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a three-run home run for the Marlins in the fourth inning in that one. Baltimore blanked Washington 1-0. Earlier today, Angels beat the Yankees in the Bronx 5-2. to Shohei Otani a two-run home run get the scoring started in that one Red Sox beat the Twins in 10 5 to 4 Alex Verdugo a walk-off single in that game Rangers beat the Royals 12 to 2 in Kansas City Marcus Simeon a three-run home run in that game and then later Adolis Garcia also had a three-run shot Arizona beat St. Louis 8 to 7 Nick Ahmed had a two-run double in that game early Gabriel Moreno a three-run home run in that game as the D-backs keep on winning. They're off to a very good start, 8-7 over the Cardinals here today. Toronto beats Houston 4-2. In Houston, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had a home run in that game. Pirates beat the Rockies 5-3 in Colorado. Chris Bryant, a home run in that game for the Rockies. The Cubs beat the A's in Oakland 4-0. Cody Bellinger continues to hit well, had an RBI single in that game. Brewers beat the Mariners 6-5 in 11 Julio Rodriguez uh, had a big moment in that game, a chance to uh, tie it or win it for the Mariners, but uh, grounded out with the bases loaded in that game. Willie Adamas earlier in the 11th inning had a uh, go-ahead ground out to uh, give the Brewers a 6-5 lead. They go on to win by that final score. In L.A., Dodgers beat the Mets 5-0. J.D. Martinez had a couple of home runs, a two-run shot, and a solo shot. The win went to Clayton Kershaw, who became the third pitcher to win 200 games with the L.A. Dodgers. The 200th win of Clayton Kershaw's career. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday around the major leagues. And a uh, uh, thank you to Frank Marchese who helped out with that uh, out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. Taking a look at the... Upcoming game, tomorrow's game for the Padres as they wrap up this three game series against the Braves and they wrap up this seven game homestand. First pitch tomorrow at 110 here at Petco Park. Our pregame coverage begins at 1210. Right hander Nick Martinez on the mound for the Padres. Charlie Morton on the mound for the Atlanta Braves and certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals here tonight for the Atlanta Braves. Eight runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on five. For the San Diego Padres, one run, four hits, no errors. They left on seven. Winning pitcher was Spencer Strider, who wins six scoreless innings, he improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Blake Snell, who gave up two earned runs in five innings. He drops to 0-3. The time of game here tonight, two hours and 32 minutes, and the crowd here at Petco Park, the ninth sellout in 12 openings this year. Another tremendous crowd. To the fans out there, you've been awesome. This place is buzzing. The crowds are wonderful. The ninth sellout already—forty-two thousand six hundred and ninety-three. The attendance here today at Petco Park. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at one ten. Our pre-game coverage begins at twelve ten. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci. I'm Sam Levitt. Saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Atlanta Braves 8 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon here on the Padres Radio Network.